Hello, and welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Red to Blue. I'm Tish Durkin, and on this, the extraordinary week of a former president's arraignment on federal charges under the Espionage Act, the point I wish more Democrats would hit and hit hard is if, as Republicans insist, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden committed or may have committed national security crimes akin to those of which Donald Trump stands accused, Trump did absolutely nothing to protect our nation from their high-level nefariousness in the four years he served as commander-in-chief. Even if the former president had never been indicted, the negligence he and his defenders are alleging about his administration regarding particularly Clinton's handling of highly sensitive documents would, in and of itself, constitute a powerful argument against allowing him to get near the White House ever again. I, of course, do not for a moment believe that Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden, or for that matter Mike Pence, ever approached the same universe of culpability in their handling of classified material as Trump has clearly demonstrated in his. But this podcast is all about examining MAGA arguments on MAGA's own terms. And this is the main point MAGA is pressing. Never mind Donald. What about Hillary and Joe? But they're so confident in their ability to rope-a-dope those who refute that argument, they've forgotten the very inconvenient questions that are naturally going to enter the head of any swing voter, non-Trump cult member type American who may be tempted to accept it. Let's start with a tiny sampling of what's been shooting out of the giant GOP equivalence machine ever since Trump was indicted. Yes, the likes of Bill Barr and Chris Christie have, to their credit, been attacking Trump and defending the DOJ, at least on the merits of this indictment, but they remain very much the exception. Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy articulates the rule. This is a very dark day in America. When you think about what they're trying to indict President Trump on, you've got a sitting president right now in the exact same situation. You have a former first lady, senator, secretary of state that had the same situation that nothing was done to her. Here's Senator Lindsey Graham, who may not have had a good night's rest and a healthy breakfast before appearing on This Week with George Stephanopoulos because he's confused and cranky. Donald Thank Trump you. has said repeatedly, repeatedly that he did nothing wrong. Do you believe yeah. that? Well, here's what I believe. We live in an America where if you're the Democratic candidate for president, Hillary Clinton, secretary of state, you can set up a private server in your basement to conduct government business. And when an Senator, investigation is had about your activity. No, let me finish. But you this didn't answer the question. That was ridiculous. Well, yeah. I'm trying to answer the question from a Republican point of view. That may not be acceptable on this show. Yes, I don't like what President Trump did in certain aspects. I don't like that Joe Biden had classified information on the garage. I don't like that Mike Pence carelessly took classified information. I don't like any of that. But what I don't like is a system in America where the secretary of uh, state, who's a Democratic uh, candidate for president, has people take a hammer to social media devices and break them apart, apply uh, bleach bit to a hard drive to erase emails, allow classified information to get on a felon's computer, Anthony Weiner, 
You haven't even mentioned that. Most Republicans believe we live in a country where Hillary Clinton did very similar things and nothing happened to her. Here's Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina, who portrays herself as a relatively moderate, not so MAGA, common sense kind of Republican. You know, I try to take a very just pragmatic, nonpartisan approach to things when I look at it. And when you see that the current president had thousands of boxes, including some classified documents in his garage at home that were unsecured. When you look at Hillary Clinton having a private email server with classified documents on it as well, and then Donald Trump. I mean, you know, so you see all this and only one person is getting investigated or prosecuted for this kind of thing. It seems like there's one standard for Donald Trump and then there's a standard for everybody else. And alas, here's New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu. What is your reaction after having read the indictment? Well, look, I think I think there's a couple problems here that folks are glossing over. The average American saw boxes uh, sitting in Donald Trump's um, Mar-a-Lago. They saw boxes behind Biden's Corvette. And the average American is going, what's the difference? Why do you charge one and not the other? I'm not saying there's not validity, more validity on one in terms of the conduct. And I think Governor Christie brought that up uh, very clearly. It's the conduct and uh, what was going on and the intention behind what was going on with those documents with the former president. But the onus, the burden of proof right now is actually on the Department of Justice. There is a cloud of politicalization around that that group. They've made some enormous errors. They really have to come out and be clear, not just about what they are charging the former president with, but how it differs. How does it differ from the emails of Hillary Clinton? How does it differ? Et tu, Sununu. For those of us who still fantasize about a revived and reasonable center right to spar with in this country, this one really hurts. Much more than Mace, Sununu has built a whole entire brand on being a normal, upbeat, let's get stuff done kind of Republican. He has declined to run for president for the stated reason that an overcrowded field will hand the GOP nomination to Trump. He wants the party to move beyond Trump to the point that he attacks candidates for not attacking Trump on this issue. And his first reaction to an indictment that causes every hair to stand up on the back of the neck of every person who cares about the lives put at risk by the compromise to sources and methods that Trump may have committed is to dive right into the whataboutism pool, while pretending, of course, not to do any such thing. There are certainly a number of people who look at that and, and think, well, this the former president has actually gotten uh, more lenient treatment than just about anybody else would have who had, had these documents in their possession. Based on what? Uh, is being is he tre being treated more lenient than Joe Biden, who had boxes sitting behind his Corvette? The, see, the average American doesn't get that. You but that, can't but say that's that. Not He's the same under comparison. indictment. Nobody else is. Oh, no, 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 no. The governor is not necessarily saying that there is an equivalence to be drawn between Clinton, Biden and Trump. But lots of people have the possibly mistaken idea that there is. Now, to her great credit, in real time response to that interview, a Republican CNN panelist, Margaret Hoover, jumped right out of her skin. There is a fundamental difference between a Department of Justice indictment that says the former president of the United States put nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack, the safety of the United States military, human sources and continued viability of sensitive no, Nothing like that was in Joe Biden's garage. Nothing like that was in Hillary Clinton's 30,000 emails. It is up to Republicans to explain this to Republicans that this is not apples and apples. 
There are fundamental material differences between the content of these email cases, not the least of which Joe Biden admitted that he found them on accident. He didn't spend 18 months querying them around the country, evading justice. Go, Margaret. And of course, if you're a Democrat listening to this GOP double talk about a double standard, you have Hoover's response times infinity. You and I rise right up to the factual challenge. The accusations against Hillary Clinton at no time held a candle to the accusations against Donald Trump. Even though some of the documents on her server turned out to be classified, none came near the -the over-the-top secret level of some of the material found on Trump's toilet. Clinton cooperated with the investigation. She never instructed her aides to destroy evidence with a hammer or anything else. She did not lie to her own lawyer to the effect that she had fully cooperated with a government subpoena while, in fact, pulling all kinds of stunts to thwart the subpoena. Oh, wait, she never even got to the point of having to be served a subpoena. And on and on. As for Biden... He notified the authorities upon discovery of the documents. He didn't try to hide anything. He's still cooperating, blah, blah, blah. It's all true, but it's really, really boring. And for some reason, just engaging in the drawing of that legalistic contrast sort of makes it all mushed together into the form of a comparison. That's why Republicans are so eager to suck Democrats into doing that. The facts are on the Democrats' side, but as Sununu is right to note, Few undecided voters are going to sit around long enough to hear out the facts, and even fewer big-name Republicans are going to boil it down for them in a way that summarizes, rather than pulverizes, the truth. So rather than focus on the particulars of apples versus atom bombs, I think Democrats ought to pull back from those kinds of details and keep hammering two points home. They should, one, Remind Sununu's average Americans of the extreme lunacy of the starting principles that they have to accept in order to buy the idea of Hillary's emails and Joe's in the garage by the Corvette stash as evidence that the DOJ favors Democrats. And two, every time Republicans dare to claim that Joe and Hillary's offenses were just as dangerous as Donald's, just ask. What did you guys do about it in all the years you had the chance? Let's go ahead and take up the collective GOP invitation to look again at her emails. In order to believe the GOP line on this, one has to believe that in 2016, the FBI, under James Comey, was so in cahoots with Hillary that as a favor to her, In the midst of her run for president, they announced and conducted a colonoscopy of an investigation into her admittedly ill-advised use of a private server to send and receive emails in connection with her work as Secretary of State, and then took the highly unusual step of having Director Comey announce the findings of that investigation as they were being referred to the DOJ. Normally, those findings would just have been referred. No lights, camera, or action necessary. And if the DOJ had taken the FBI recommendation, news of this would have been summed up in Comey's upshot, that while some charges might technically be indicated, quote, no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. But shared as it was, that conclusion was buried under a heap of worrisome assertions, 
Team Hillary had been, quote, extremely careless. More than 100 classified documents had been shared. The secretary should have known that these email chains were no place for some of these conversations. To the undecided voter, it sounded terrible. Thus, if the actual FBI investigation constituted best government practice, this press conference about it constituted a gift to the Trump campaign. But not the biggest gift. Thanks to subsequent findings on the computer of child predator Anthony Weiner, the then-husband of Clinton's closest aide, Comey took the far more novel step of not just undertaking, but announcing a follow-on investigation into her emails less than two weeks before the election, thereby very possibly costing her that very close election. Just an aside here, in rereading the FBI material on her emails and Comey's summation of it, I am further struck by how dumb it is for the GOP to want to bring all this up again now. Back in 2016, a reasonable American could look at all that and say, gee, Hillary's supposed to be so smart. How could she not know better than to have any classified stuff even possibly running around in her private email? Not good. But you look at it now, and you don't even have to consider what's in the Trump indictment to dismiss the Hillary stuff as microscopically small beer by comparison to the security breaches Trump committed in plain sight every day of his presidency. Against the strong advice of security experts on his own staff, and in marked contrast to his predecessor, Barack Obama, Trump used multiple iPhones with cameras and microphones, which placed those devices at great risk of hacking and surveillance. And according to a 2018 report in Politico, he rarely swapped them out or had them swept for such interference. In 2017, a Republican-led House Oversight Committee requested clarification as to whether protocols had been followed when Trump was revealed to have been reviewing documents related to North Korea with the Japanese prime minister at dinner in the dining room at Mar-a-Lago. In 2019, Gordon Sunland, then the U.S. ambassador to the EU, made a cell phone call directly to the then president from a restaurant in the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv, on which the president's voice could be heard by the ambassador's lunch companion, and also everyone with half a brain assumed, by Russian intelligence. There's four years worth of that nonsense. Even though Trump's national security flouting may have been at its worst and most criminal in the conduct outlined in his latest indictment, his general performance in this area ran from worrisome to terrifying. So to the degree that they succeed in getting average undecided Americans to compare the two, Republicans will lead those Americans to find Hillary's handling of security matters as much less alarming and Trump's much more so. Nonetheless, that's their story and they're sticking to it. The FBI helped Hillary by casting fresh doubt on her worthiness to be entrusted with highly classified information a few days before people were going to the polls to vote on whether she would get the job that involved handling that information. Yes, oh yes, the feds were so eager to help her get into power that they took the strongest action they possibly could to guarantee that she wouldn't get into power. Wow. Now that puts the deep in deep state, am I right? But there's more. Once the feds had executed step one of their evil Hillary promoting plot, keeping her out of the White House, 
Comey and his band of rogue liberal feminist FBI agents concluded that she did not deserve to be indicted. This is what Republicans are now decrying as a double standard. Hillary was not charged. Trump was. That's not fair. Now, even conceding, somehow, that the FBI showed some undue deference to Clinton vis-a-vis her emails, it must be said that by this standard, it would be very hard to bring many criminals to justice. Law enforcement would be bound to the logic of, wow, a few years ago, we really screwed up that case against Crime Boss A, so even though we've different leadership now under which we've done everything right in the case against Crime Boss B, we can't possibly indict him. That wouldn't be fair. Huh? But again, let's go along with MAGA here. It's actually much worse for MAGA if we go along with MAGA here. Let's suppose, against all evidence but in accordance with what is being sold to us by Republicans from the Speaker of the House on down, that there was evidence that Hillary Clinton had done things on a par with what Donald Trump is accused of doing. Evidence of a similar strength to that outlined in the Trump indictment, evidence that she had nuclear secrets in her possession, that she knew she had them in her possession, that she took a hammer and bleached that evidence while under subpoena to produce it, let's assume that, yes, all that was there. And let's further assume that the Obama Justice Department, aided and abetted by Comey's FBI, chose to ignore all that and let crooked Hillary get away with her serious national security-threatening crimes. We have to assume all of that if we are even to entertain the general GOP response to the Trump indictment. Okay, then the Trump presidency came to town, along with Republican House and Senate majorities. And what did they do? Did they reopen the investigation? Wait, no, they wouldn't even have to have reopened the investigation. According to what most Republicans are trying to feed us now, they had it all. They just had to reopen the file and go ahead and charge her. They did not. Why not? Hilariously, after Trump won the election, but before he took office, the man who had spent his whole campaign blasting Clinton over her emails and vowing to lock her up in part because of them, indicated that he did not wish to pursue the case any further. His then-spokeswoman, Kellyanne Conway, stated that perhaps Trump wanted to, quote, help her heal. <laughs> okay, um, if so, he soon lost that impulse, later pushing not only inquiries into Clinton's emails, but more successfully pressuring the DOJ into an inquiry into the Clinton Foundation, and remember this, Uranium One, which inquiry, of course, rolled right into a ditch where it spent a good while spinning its wheels until everybody forgot about it. But that's not my point today. My point today is, if Hillary Clinton's conduct amounted to the criminal compromise of the security of the United States of America and or its allies, it would not matter that it would look bad for Trump to seem to go after his political rival. It would not matter whether Trump did want to help her heal. If Hillary did anything on a par with what Trump is accused of doing, she should have been charged. And no one should be giving the time of day, let alone a vote, to the man whose administration failed to charge her. As for the much less florid matter of the papers by Biden's Corvette, 
if it was such a big deal for Biden to take them, even by accident, why didn't anyone in the Trump administration so much as notice over a four-year period that they were gone? Come to think of it, how about the DOJ's handling of Biden's documents compared with those of Mike Pence? Biden and Pence both turned out to have classified documents improperly in their possession. They both notified the authorities. They both became the subjects of independent investigations. But so far, only Pence has been cleared. Are we therefore to conclude that the DOJ has it in for Democrats and not for Republicans? Hmm, you've got to wonder. America has got to wonder. If only Democrats had a Fox News or a One America News or even a Breitbart. Thanks for listening. Tune in for more of Jiu-Jitsu Red to Blue. New episodes drop every Thursday morning.